Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. This, this series on faith I really, really like. I'm going to talk about it, talk even more about it on Wednesday, expound about it. I want you to get this, okay? Here's the thing with faith that got us rolling. Last week, if you weren't here, if you weren't here last week, go back, watch it, kind of rewind it. It'll help you because we have to understand this, okay? The Bible says that you're to walk by faith. Some of you were here, okay? You walk by faith. Bible says you're to live by faith. Bible says you obtain the promises of God by faith. That's a big one, right? Because we usually use that one in most of all, like obtaining the promises of God by faith. That's huge, right? Ephesians chapter 6 says you protect yourself with faith. Hebrews 11, 6 says you please God with faith. And that means all these by faith responses are producing faith results in our life. So this is the quest, right? If I walk by faith, I live by faith. This is the Bible now. I live by faith. I walk by faith. I protect myself with faith, lifting up the what? The shield of faith to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Because we got an invisible enemy, but he's real. Comes with thoughts, ideas, suggestions right against your head. You don't see him, but you hear him inside, internal. I started asking myself the question. All these things by faith, well, then how in the world do I know whether I'm in faith? Because a lot of this faith stuff that I need to operate in my life, if I can't easily identify if I've got it, how do I know my situations are going to be taken care of? So now you're going to think in here. Great question, ain't it? Well, let's just take one of it. I obtain the promises of God by faith. Okay, that's cool. That's Hebrews like 10 or something like that, right? So then if I obtain a promise from God by faith, I better know whether I'm in faith or not because if I'm not in faith, I might not obtain that promise, and then I seen a bunch of people waiting for something to change that didn't change, and then we're like heartbroken because like God, and God's like, no, you got to have the currency of exchange called faith. Then it really bothered me because I said, how come we cannot easily identify what faith is? And, it, I'm, and this is church, right? We're in church. See, this is why church ain't that religious nonsense we used to go to this place is a training center that's what church should be some be like you know you go in there like oh i sing three songs and tell you some stories that's where you gotta learn so if i handed out paper and a pen and said write down what faith is in this room you know how many different definitions of faith i would have in this building today but how can we know whether we're in it or not if we cannot clearly and easily identify it. Two plus two equals four. Don't make any way you look at it, two plus two equals four, man. You can say it's five, but what? It's four. By numerical results, we understand. How come you can't clearly identify faith? If it pleases God, obtains promises, protects you. And then I got mad because I said, wait a minute now, 
that means there's a bunch of people waiting for something to happen that, and this is what we did. Now, I'm going to show you where the problem came in, okay? Now, look, it's okay. I'm going to fix it. You prayed about it. You believed God about it. You sat on it. You left it for a couple weeks, maybe. If you were brave, you got a month or two out of it. You looked at it. You didn't see it happen. And then you said, well, I guess I jacked it up. Let me try it again. And then we try to say it another way or Christianity some, you know, and there's a lot of goofy teaching out there that ain't biblically, perspectively right at all. It's a mess. Don't go there. And then we, we basically start the process over and over, asking prayers, because we, we think it's some kind of mystery formula. When Romans chapter 3 says faith is a law just like gravity, faith's a law just like electricity. I don't know nothing about electricity, bro. I, get, I got smart a couple times and played around with some wires, and I was like, they got mad at me. They shut me down. And they said, don't touch it no more, we'll do it. And I was like, okay, good, because I don't understand it. But these guys got 220 panel over there with all the whole, like, big old wires all that. I went over there, I just go, praise God, I prayed and left. I was like, God bless you, bye. Why? They understand the laws of electricity. They ain't worried about nothing. They, 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 They are very, very respectful of it, but they ain't scared of it. You know, if one of those wires ain't wired right, none of that thing works. So you, are you seeing this? So I, I tried faith. Well, if you got one of the wires messed up, it ain't going to work, bro. Right. And then we mad at God. God, why'd you do this? It's like, you don't have the wires. You ever do this? Now, Tony, you're going to laugh. You ever do home improvement projects and get mad at everything yep. and really it's user error? Yep. You ever been there? You mad at the directions. These directions are wrong. These things came from China. They're jacked up. Then people left something out, and you know y'all said it. Be quiet. You know it's true. Like, they, they left parts out of this thing. No, you left parts out of it because you didn't know what you were doing. Give me an amen. amen. How many done the little credenza thing, put it together, and had extra parts, and figure I don't need these. Who cares? Everybody, y'all better tell the truth. This church. You understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? You know exactly what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying? And then you like mad. You mad at the destructions. <laughs> I call them destructions. They're not instructions. It's very destructive to my temper, right? But what am I trying to get you to understand? That if you do not wire it right, it doesn't work. And then we mad at God. So then I started pulling apart. I said, what is faith? I told you last week, faith is simply what you believe. Now, I heard somebody say this. I ain't going to mention their name. I was funny, right? Faith and beliefs are not the same. Oh, yes, they are. And Jesus said it. Now, here's the thing, though. Believing by itself is not enough. See? That's where they didn't understand how to It's really humbling, and I thank God, because when I was hearing it, I knew, because they can't figure out how you, 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 you release it. Faith and beliefs is exactly the same, because Jesus said it was. Remember Thomas showed up? He said, okay, Thomas, don't be faithless, but be believing. And stick your finger in the nail prints of my hands and thrust your hand in my side and see if I'm not kidding. But here's the problem. Unreleased beliefs, unreleased beliefs do not produce anything. Beliefs eventually have to be released, otherwise they cannot what produce. And that's the difference. Beliefs and faith are the same, but beliefs by themselves are not enough. Because faith has to be now. And if it ain't now, it ain't faith. 
Look at that right there. Point number one, faith is now. Write that down. You're going to need it because if you don't know it's now, it's always going to have the wrong tense. It's coming. It's going to happen. No, 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 no. Hope is going to happen. If it's future tense, it's not faith. If it's future tense, it's not faith. Faith is now. If it ain't now, it ain't faith. Did you pull that in? I'm going to explain it. Because people don't know this. Well, something down the road. Ain't nothing down the road. Now. Now faith is the substance. Look, if you look at Hebrews 11.1, 1, King James first, then we're looking at passage. It's going to help you. Now, faith, read the Bible. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, is the evidence of things not seen. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of the unseen. Now, I've been saying this forever. Faith is in the unseen realm. You don't see it, but it's real. So why do you keep looking in the seen realm to determine whether your faith is doing something or not? It doesn't operate in the seen realm. It works in the unseen realm. You just got to trust it. It's brand new material. Okay? But here's what you got to get. Faith is when? Now. Now, here's hope. Right? So let me show you how this works. Your marriage is jacked up. Right? You're like, I don't know what to do. We fight and arguing. Hey, wait a minute. The Bible said... What God put together, let no man put asunder, and you start understanding role and responsibility, what can you do? You get hope from the word of God, but hope ain't enough. Your body, right? Doctor said you got this and got that. Jesus said, by his stripes, you were healed. Not, not going to be, you are healed. You heal right now. I don't feel healed. Don't make no difference. He said you are healed. Amen. And if you are healed, you is healed. Amen. And if you feel, I don't care. Because you can't walk by what you feel. You got to walk by faith. You see it? Amen. You don't walk by what you feel. See, now here's the thing. Everybody want to preach to your emotions. Oh, let me tell you why you feel like that. Look, let me tell you about your emotions. Can them in the garbage. They're useless. Now, I am not an emotional or do I not love you. I love you. But I'm going to tell you the truth. You think you live by your emotions, you're going to make it? You're going to be a ding-dong Christian. Up one day, ding. Up one day, dong. Up one day, ding. Up one day, dong. Look, I know you've been through stuff. I've been through stuff. Emotionally, we understand it. But you cannot be an emotional Christian because you'll be up and down like a yo-yo. You understand? You cannot walk by what you feel. If you went by what you feel, you'd never go to work another day in your life, some of you. Come on. You got to walk by what you believe. If I don't go get some money, I ain't going to eat. So that's why you get up and go, how about this one? How about this one? Well, I, I, I don't know where the money's coming from. He will meet all of your needs according to his riches and glory. He got you. I don't know. My mind's all messed up. I got crazy thoughts. I don't know what's going on. He will keep him in perfect peace who keeps his mind stayed upon him. You there? Now, you see the difference? Now, here's the thing, though. Faith comes by hearing, but now after you hear, you got to do something when you hear. Look what it says in the Passion Translation about faith. I like it a lot. Can, you, can we read this together? Is that okay? You doing all right? You thinking? 
Because see, faith is a belief, but belief's got to be released. If you don't release your beliefs, then you have no action. Is that okay? Now, why, Pastor Chris, why are you making such a big deal about this? Because how in the heaven are you going to get these promises of God, and how in the heaven are you going to get this thing to work if you don't know how the laws of it work? Thank you. And then everybody say, well, why, why do you care? Because I want you to succeed and win in life. You can't win in life not knowing this. Because you know what we did? Remember I told you this? You prayed about it. You sat on it. You didn't see nothing happen, so you prayed about it again. And then you prayed a different way, and you tried to do something different. And, do it. and now you ain't going to like this, but it's God's honest truth. Here's reality. Every time you prayed more than once, unbelief was around. Well, did you believe you received when you prayed? They didn't tell me. Bro, I do it. I'm the pastor of the church. You tell me you ain't doing it? I know you are. Because it's cute, you know, right? But we got to pray like this. Pray. And then I thought pray, praying was like shooting craps, man. You ever roll dice? Some of you don't know. My mother taught me how to roll dice when I was like 12 or something like that at a birthday party. She did. Don't lie. You did. In the kitchen. Don't lie. It was raining out. It was my birthday. She said, these kids are wearing me out. We were playing cards and shooting dice. I said, praise be to God. I'm ready for Vegas. Come on. But, but it was like, I was like, maybe this one will get through. I don't know. <laughs> you weren't like that a little bit with this? So you got scriptural. I didn't know 1 John 5, 14 and 15. Anything I ask according to his will, God hears me. And if I know he hears me, he'll grant me the petition that which I ask. Before I had these scriptures, you know what I had? A bunch of theory. A bunch of goofy preaching is what I had. Ask. Remember when you went to church like that? Preacher had a towel and all that. Ask. Ha! Keep on asking. Ha! You remember that? You never been there? Oh, you never been there? Oh, yeah, man. I could do it good. Oh, yeah. That guy was groaning, travailing. I went to one church. Joker was laying hands on people to get filled with the Holy Ghost. They were knocking the pews all over. I, I got nervous, man. Guy was, one guy was toweling them down. This was funny. I'm on a towel guy. By the way, somebody needs to be my towel guy because I kind of like that ministry. Somebody needs to become my towel guy. You just bring me a towel when I start sweating. It'd be cute. But you know what I'm talking about. Towel guy was toweling them down while he was knocking pews over. And I said, this is like a nut house. If anybody ever came in here and thought this is how you get the Holy Ghost, they'd quit on God. I was nervous. I was ready to go. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Ask and keep on asking. Hey. I was like, how long we got to ask, man? <laughs> Knock and keep on seeking. Keep... No, nah, that ain't what it says. That ain't what the Bible says. Ask and ye shall. Seek and ye shall. Knock and it shall be. Scripture. Live by the word, not by experience. Come on. Don't live by, I told you, go check me out. If I tell you anything, you better open that book and say, Pastor Chris said. Pastor Chris is not the Bible. Hello? I tell you something, look goofy, sound goofy, feel goofy, go check it in the word. I sent the, I sent the, uh, the book, uh, the champion within to somebody about the Holy Ghost. They laughed. They said, I've been saved all these years. I so they said, you know what they, got? they looked at me and they said, I checked every one of those scriptures you had in the Bible. You know they're in there? I said, yeah, that's why we put them in there. What do you think? What do you think? I just came up with this stuff by myself? Just made it up. You know what I mean? Like, I think this is a good idea. No, they're all scriptural. You understand what I'm saying? But look what it says here. Now faith, you got these? Does what? What does faith do? Read it. You're going to be doing more reading in this church than you ever did in your whole life in church. Because I don't need to preach experience. I'm just going to tell you what the Bible said. You interpret it for yourself. What does it say? 
Now faith brings our hope into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. Everybody say this, faith's going to get my stuff. It is. He said, what do you long for? Now, I got to kick that sacred cow over. You, ever, you know what a sacred cow is? You know what I mean by they say that in church? You know, a sacred cow? Your little religious idea. I love you guys. Man, I'll tell you what. I got the best church in the world. When I'm telling you I love you guys, man. You guys are the best. But we got those little sacred cows in our mind. Don't say that, Pastor Chris. What you mean God wants to give me? He said, whatever you long for, I'll give you. Whatsoever you desire when you pray. If it's the thing you want, go get it with your faith. That's why I don't critique nobody. Well, they shouldn't want that. Why not? If that's what they want, let them go get it. Look at the Bible. Look what it says. Now faith brings our hopes and realities and becomes what? Needed for the thing to acquire the things we learn. It is the evidence required to prove what is still not. So faith becomes the modern moment in time reality of the unseen realm. That's why the Amplified calls it a title deed. You know, you buy a property, you got to have a title deed. Hello? You go to a title company, get a title. You got a car, how many got a car? Right? You got the title, then you really got a car. If you don't have the title, you just got an idea you got a car. You know what I'm saying? You own the car, you got the title. If you don't have the title, you don't own the car. You're still paying that joker. They, when it's paid off, guess what they send you, baby? Thank you very much to the human resource department right here. Then they say, that's what he does. That's when they send you the title. You're just paying it off yet. You ain't listening to me. That's faith. Somebody's like, it's faith to have that payment every month. Praise be to God, it is. Yes. But are you getting, you seeing it? It's the paperwork for the promise that God said I can have from his word. Now, here's the problem. Well, how do I know what I can have? You can have whatever that Bible said. You can have yes and amen. It's yours. If you got the faith for it, you can have it. That's the good news. But if it ain't now, it ain't faith. Hope is a great, great, great waiter. Okay? It is a poor server. God got on me, man. I thought I was parroting Kenneth Hagin. I got rebuked for it. He said, I want you to teach about faith, and I want you to teach about confession, and I want you to teach about this all week long next week. I said, okay. He said, and then this is where I thought I was a parrot, because I heard Brother Hagin say this years ago. He said, I told you, he got on me, God, inside, it's scary. He said, I told you what to do. And I was like, why? He said, because my people, that's you now, keep saying what they have. And I never told them to say what they have. I told them to say what they want to have that I said they can have. So my people keep saying what they have and not saying what I said they can have. And you teach it till they get it. I said, okay, you got it. Why? Because I don't get in trouble with God for you. I love you, but I ain't get in trouble with God. Because I got to go to heaven one day and I'm accountable for all this mess. So trust me, I'm very firmly aware of that. So did you get what I'm saying? So we're going to learn about this stuff. Look what it says right here. Did you get that? Look at verse, look at part two, because you're going to understand something. This is, good. this is the testimony, this is the testimony of faith that the previous generation, we, yeah, 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 you got this, 
commended for it. What was this? Faith empowers us. Look at three. Look at three. Pull three in. Faith does what? Empowers us to what? To see that the universe was created and beautifully coordinated by the power of God's words. He spoke and the invisible realm gave birth to all that is seen. You get that? So guess what you do? You speak and do the same thing. Now here's the problem though. When you speak, you don't think you got that kind of power. You want to know why? Because you lie. Yeah. This is why you got to stop lying. Yeah, you can't. I'm preaching. You want to hear how I got this one? This is a good one. I'm walking down the aisle at the Miracle Center, and I'm talking about the power of words. And he said, go tell them. I said, if this is so easy, this confession thing, because it is easy. I said, why, why is it so hard to get over? I walked up the aisle. I'll never forget as long as I live. I could see myself doing it. I'm walking up the aisle, and I'm teaching confession, the law of confession. I'm teaching it, right? And I'm thinking, this is easy. I'm preaching to myself because half the time I preach to myself, and I just let you in on my party, right? So I'm preaching. <laughs> And I'm preaching, and I'm getting it, and I'm going, this is so good. Why isn't this so easy? And I'm hearing their thoughts, and I'm hearing my thoughts, and I'm hearing my thoughts, and I'm here, and I'm talking, I got five, thank God I got good ADD spiritually, right? It's all coming all together, and I got it, and I turn the corner, and God goes, you tell them the only reason why they don't value what they speak is because they don't value what they hear. Right. I said, what'd you say? He said, tell them the only reason why they don't value what they say is because they don't value what they hear. See, if you, if you, it's Mark chapter 4, 424 says this, don't go there. It says, take heed what you hear, for the measure you hear it is the measure it comes back. See, if you settled once and for all that the word of God is the only truth you have, that's the only thing coming out of your mouth. So where we lie, you ever hear this scripture used to bother me? For God be true, it's Romans, but every man be a what? A liar. I said, I'm not a liar. I got mad. I got offended. I read it. I'm telling you, doc, I read it. Come on, I read it. When I read it, I got mad. I said, I'm not a liar. He said, for God be true, but every man be a liar. I said, I'm not a liar, God. I don't lie about nothing. Even lost, so I didn't need to lie. Now, sometimes I lied when I was lost, but, you know, like business, stupid stuff. But I was never going to tell you something. As a person, as a friend, I never lied to my friends. You know what I mean? I wouldn't do it. I'm not a liar. So I said, I'm not a liar. I got offended. I read it. For God be true, but every man be a liar. I said, I am not a liar. I re- I'm mad at that, God. I do not like that. And God, for years, I didn't understand what that scripture meant. For God be true, but every man be a for God to be true, but every man be a. One day I'm sitting here, God says, everything you say different than what I said makes you a liar. I said, now I got it. I'm a liar. <laughs> you say you're sick. He said you're well. Liar. He said you're broke. No, he said you're rich. You say you're broke. You're a liar. For God be every man be a. But there ain't no hope. Liar. You can't do it, liar. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Liar, 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 pants on fire. Come on, stop lying. If God said you can do it, you can do it. You got this? Are you seeing it? I was mad about it all those years. I was mad. That scripture offended me. I said, I'm not a liar. No, you a liar, kid. I said, I'm not a liar. And I got it one day. Everything I say different than what God said makes me a liar. So when you say you can't do it, you're a liar. When you say you don't know how it's going to happen, liar. God makes all things work together for good to them that love him. Keep praying in the Holy Ghost, though, it works. Otherwise, no, it won't. 
Come on, you see this though? Oh, it's all law, man. You learn the laws, you learn how to play the game. You don't learn the laws, you lose. Even though you got God. Ain't that crazy? Because God, because you got to understand something. This is what God did with the Bible. God did this. this is, say this is a Bible. It's right, an iPad, right? So I got a Bible in there. Right? Somebody got a Bible, a physical Bible? Give me a physical Bible. Here, I'll give you a perfect visualization. Okay? Because she's actually got one. Because the iPad's going to freak you out. Okay? There's a Bible in here. Jesus said this. I live this word above my name. So God, Jesus, what Jesus said. He said, I put this word above my name. So his name was the highest name. Every knee will bow, every tongue will confess at the name of. He said, I put this word above my name. You know what that means? This is the final authority. This is the authority not only that is final, but Jesus submits himself unto. So whatever is in this book, Jesus submits himself to. It's the universal law. Now you say other people ain't living it. No, no, they're hellbent out there. They're crazy. That's why you got wicked, immoral wackadoos out there. They're devils. Yeah, you think people are like, oh, they're not, no, they're demonic. You understand that? So here we go, right? He said, I put this word and I submit myself under it. So that means the highest authority on the face of the earth is this book. So once you put yourself under it and submit yourself to it, you can have the power thereof. So it's the truth. Thank you. It's the truth no matter what. Now here's the thing, though. It's got to become your truth. Just because it's the truth doesn't mean it's your truth. Until it becomes your truth and you start governing your life, it's just a truth. Point number two, write this down. What's the difference between faith and hope? Glad you asked. Hope. Hope ain't enough, man. Hope ain't enough. Hope is formal definitions. You ready for them? Hope. Confident expectation with joyful anticipation. That's all hope is. Faith, faith is a firm persuasion. It's a conviction based upon hearing. Did you get it? I'm going to say it again. Hope is a confident expectation with joyful anticipation. It's expectation. Ain't enough. Faith is a firm persuasion. It is a conviction based upon hearing. Does that make sense? Just write it down if you're take note taker or listen for the CDs, right? The stuff. Understand this. Here's the difference. Hope is always future tense. Faith is now. Hope is the target. Faith is the hit in the bullseye. Hope comes from the word. Faith comes by hearing. Here's a big one. You ready for this one? Now watch this. I'm, I'm training you guys hard in here, man. This is like going for a workout. You need to go home and take a nap after this. Yeah, because this ain't like Pablo, man. Check this out. Ready? Watch. I'm going I'm to jack you up right now. Watch this. You want to know how you don't got it wired right? Faith comes by how? Faith don't come by reading. Did he say faith come by reading? No. said faith come by? Why? Because you got rhema and logos. People don't understand what that is. Logos is the written word. Rhema is the spoken word. Until you speak it, guess what? Faith don't come. Because the book's alive. That Bible's alive, man. The living word. So guess what you got to be doing? You got to be reading it to let faith come. Now, what do you need faith for? Whatever you need faith for, find in the word and speak it out loud. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the. So what word of God faith do you need? You got to just hear. Now, once you hear, you got to make a decision because faith comes by. What happens if you reject what you hear? Faith goes. You better get that. Because we're rejectors. You ain't never had a faith problem a day in your life. You had a rejection problem. You want to know why rejection showed up? You went to your senses. 
What in the world is that word going to do with this jacked up marriage I got, bro? What is that word going to do with this messed up money problem I got, bro? Doctor told me I'm going to die for crying out loud. What's that little Bible going to 1 Peter 3 tell me about healed by his stripes going to do? I'm supposed to die, bro. I told him in the morning, I went to Halifax to go see Bob. Remember when I went to go see Bob? My mom knows that he said to me, he came here. He said, I had 98% chance I was going to die. I said, yeah, I know. I went in there. Everybody told me all about it. I was adamant the day I went in there. I said, that joker ain't going to die. They looked at me like I was crazy. I had to put this suit on. Remember that? You all got nervous. They're like, I don't know what he's got. He's got COVID at the worst case. He was the worst case in Volusia County. I'm talking about him today. Maybe we'll talk about him, right? He said, you know, I was supposed to die. I said, yeah, I know. They told me when I went. I went in there. I said, he's going to open his eyes. They looked at me like I was crazy. I said, he's going to open his eyes today. Saying about me. See how God shows up there when you talk big about him? I went in there and said, open your eyes. A goofball. They're looking at me like I'm nuts. I said, open your eyes in the name of Jesus. You understand me? Open your eyes now. She's like, his eyes are moving. I said, yeah, they're going to open. Wait. Huh. <laughs> I'm not doing nothing. I'm just doing what he said. Lay hands on the sick. It's goofy. Did you set the system up? No. You know what got me? All of it. Lay hands on the sick and the sick recover. It's nutso. Are you here? It's nutso. In the natural, it just doesn't make any stinking sense. Oh, this makes sense? I need money. Give away the money you got and we'll give you more. That don't make no sense. Bless them that curse you. How about smack us now in the head with a bat that cursed me? That sounds like betterness to me. Come on, are you here? No. Bless them that curse me, do good. Are you crazy? The whole book's nuts. To your senses. Say a prayer, ask Jesus in, you're saved, you're going to heaven. Are you nuts? You should have to pass a test or something. Not your system, not your requirements, not your word. Live the word, work the word, do what he said to do. Are you pulling this in? I'm not talking about me, I'm talking about you. What happens when you start putting faith in the system he gave you? You start getting the results. But if it ain't working, we're not wiring it right. Something's off. So we got to get it right. What's the difference between hope? Hope's future. Faith is now. If it's going to happen, you ain't in faith yet. You got to believe you receive when you. And then you got to keep the tense right. Because everybody says, well, I got it. Wouldn't give it to me. No, you believe you receive when you pray. We're going to talk about that as we go on. I don't want to give you too much too fast. Just know this. I believed I received when I prayed. That's where you stay for a minute. Because if you got it, give it to me. This is what he says in Romans, and it makes sense. Look at it. We're almost done. Give me like five minutes. For this is the hope of our salvation. What's that? But hope means that we must what? Trust and wait for what is still unseen. You reading it? For what is hope? Our salvation. Hope means that we must trust and wait for what is still unseen. For why would we need to hope for something we already have? So because our hope is set on what is yet to be seen, 
we patiently keep on waiting for its fulfillment. See it? You see it? If you got it, what do you need hope for? So he's saying, where do you think it works? In the unseen realm. Look at the last one right here. Here's the big one. Ready? It's not hoping that gets the job done. It's believing. Very, very important. You got to get the right place of faith. You got to get release beliefs. If you do not get your beliefs released, we're going to have a problem. Is that okay? So faith's got to get to a place of release, and you release your faith by what you think, say, and do. Write that down. Does that make sense? Think, say, and do. Now, a lot of guys will say the action side is say and do. I think it starts with thinking. Why? Because you could do exceedingly abundantly above all you ask or think. So faith starts getting rolling in the thinker. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So in your thinker, this ball starts getting rolling. Okay? Because I like to say this every time you think of it, say. That's big. Because you got to be a sayer. Is that all right? You pulling that in? Every time you think, okay, hoping doesn't get the job done, believing does. Is that important? Now we're just going to look at Mark 11, 23, 24, and 25 real quick, and I'm going to let you go. Got that? Because you got to understand this. Faith, faith works. Listen to the truth I speak to you. I read it in the Passion. It reads a little different. Because you know what Mark 11, 23, and 24 says? Who's, let me read it quick. Whoever, you don't have to go there. Whosoever shall say unto the mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, shall not down his heart, but shall believe whatsoever he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. And when you pray, right, right, you got to believe you receive when you pray. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but you understand for time's sake, okay? So you got to believe you receive when you pray. Believe you receive when you pray. So then why you believe and you receive when you see it? That's not faith, because you got to believe you receive when you pray. So did you believe you received every prayer you prayed when you prayed? Then you were in unbelief. Got it? See the law of it? But I don't see it. Who cares? You got to walk by the unseen, remember? Okay, look right here. Let's read it in the passion and we'll go. I'm going to help you. This is good stuff. This is how you learn. It's kind of like a kick in the head, you know, and then you kind of go, all right, I got it, I got it. Listen. Listen to the truth I speak to you, okay? If someone says to this mountain with great faith and having no doubt, mountain be lifted up, thrown in the midst of the sea, and believes that what he says will happen, it will be. This is the reason why I urge you to boldly believe for whatever you ask for in prayer. Be convinced that you have received it, and it will be. Now watch the next one. And whenever you stand... If you find that you carry something in your heart against another person, release him and forgive him so that your Father in heaven will also forgive you. That's a big one. Got to have forgiveness. Look at 24, though. Release and you shall forgive. Look at 24 real quick. They'll show it to you. And whenever, okay, where'd you go? This is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Believe what, in prayer. Be convinced that you have received it and it will be yours. Just a different way of saying believe you receive when you pray. Now, here's the key. Ready? I got to give you this today. You got to get this. Belief isn't enough. This is why guys don't want to say faith and belief are the same, but they are. Faith and belief are the same. Interchangeably, Jesus used it. Here's the problem. If you don't release your beliefs, nothing changes. Beliefs must be released. That's the faith without works is dead. If you don't release them, ain't nothing going to change. So how do you release your beliefs? Think. Say, do. You got it? 
That is the corresponding action of faith. So say, remember James 1? A lot of you know what he says. Hey, which one of you is there and you see your brother in need? He needs food. He needs a coat. He's destitute of help. And you tell him, hey, I'm going to pray for you, but you don't go give him something and do something for him. What good is that? Your religion's junk. He said, what do you got to do? He said, do something. Move. Faith without works is dead. What's the work of faith? Think, say, do. How do I know that? Joshua chapter 1. Do not let this book of the law depart out of your mouth, but meditate therein day and night that thou may observe to do. Thou may observe to do. Thou may observe to do. Meditation is the first place before action steps. That's why I think it starts in the thinker. He tells him in Joshua 1a, be strong and courageous. Y'all know this one, Joshua 1. Be strong and courageous. You're going to win the battle. Be strong and courageous. I tell you again, be strong and courageous. Then he gives him law. He said, do not let this book of the law depart out of your mouth. Meditate therein day and night that thou may observe to do. So you know when you see people doing something goofy over there? It started with a thought over there. You got to change somebody's thinking before you could change their behavior. You think you, you cannot deal with behavior issues in people. It's a waste of time. You got to think with their mind. I could change anybody's behavior as long as they're willing to reach. But if people ain't willing to reach, you can't because it's mental before it ever showed up anywhere else. Change your feeling, change your focus, change your day. So I said, he has behavioral issues. This has got jacked up thoughts. If I can tinker with your head, I can fix your behavior. Because your actions are only a byproduct of your thinking. So if you change someone's thinking, you change their behavior. Same thing, man. So where does faith get rid of it? But here's the thing. Now check this out. Now I'm done, okay? You play something, or you're gonna, they're never going to shut me down, right? So thank you. So you, are you with me? Well, get this slow. I know it's, it's kind of like a lot, but you're going to get it. What happens if the Bible or the Word of God is not creating my belief system? Then I got a problem because it's my flesh. And you can't even take your morality because your morality is not the Word of God. So you can't be like, oh, this is what I think. Who cares what I think? I don't care what I think. Why should I care what we think? This is what the Bible says. This is why you got to get scriptural. You understand? Because you got to go, that's why these people got problems out here. You know what I mean? Compromise. Don't compromise the word of God. You don't have to be a goofball, but don't compromise it. Just, you know, people do not have to choose to believe what I believe, but they're not going to make me change what I believe because they don't believe it. So just get this. Ready? So just pull this in. We're done. So now, if the word of God is not forming my system of believing, my thinking, my saying, doing, my flesh is. So now my flesh is in here now governing what I think, say, and do. Why would you do that? Go to the word of God and let the word of God be the governor. That's your safest place. So what's the word of God say about? Just do it. And everybody tried to do this. All bit. Well, nobody else in church does. Be quiet. The church is not your example of Christ. And the guy in front of you sure ain't the example of it. And I'm not the example of it. Jesus said, you be holy, I'm holy. So what is God, build your life on what did God say? What did God say about that marriage? Husbands, love your wife. Love her like Jesus loved the church. You know you're going to have to die for her. This ain't no joke, dude. This sacrifice business for the guy is way more than the girl. I don't care what you girls say. You don't know. Ain't no woman on the face of the earth sacrificed more than a man. And that ain't I'm some chauvinistic jerk. 
I know what I'm talking about. Jesus said, love her like Jesus loved the church. You're going to die for this thing. He tells you, take an area of position of submission. Not lord over you and be a jerk, but be submissive in the realm of your own responsibility. Tells those kids how to act. Tells them how to walk, how to talk. It's all order, bro. And if you get out of order, it's going to be jacked up. And they go, well, we ain't going to do that. Well, you can do what you want to do, but that's what the Bible said. And you ain't going to talk me out of it. I don't care what America thinks. They're stupid. They're dumb as dumb. You don't see none of this Bible out there. Now, I love America. It's the greatest place in the world to live, but they're dumb. I'm not going to let these people tell me how to live my life. You can't do that. Well, watch me. If the Bible, listen, I obey all the law of the land, and I'm obedient, and I listen, and I pray for our leaders, but the minute they tell me something different in that Bible, I ain't listening to none of it. Because I don't have to. That's where the rubber meets the road. Now, I pray for him and I love everybody, but you know what I'm saying? Hey, this is how we see it. Because he said it. I don't see, I didn't make it up. I read what he said. I said, this is what he said. That's what he said. This is what he said. And that's what I'm going to do. This is what he said. That's what I'm going to do. You want to do it? You don't have to do it. But I'm living by the book. Why? Because I've formed my beliefs upon the word of God, not my opinion and not what's best for me. Because you've been there too, right? Well, I don't see that in the Bible. I'm not doing that. Ain't nobody going to tell me. Okay, knock yourself out, bro. But bottom line is this, you're going to knock yourself out because it ain't going to work. Jesus came and found the apostle and said this to him. He said, isn't it hard for you to kick against me? You know what he was saying? You can't live outside my laws and make it, kid. You can't do it, man. Come in. I got a place for you. It's going to be better than what you think it is. Amen? Amen. Come on. Get this faith through another thing. So we form it from the word of God. And we release it by what we think, by what we say, and what we do. Release beliefs are the key. Belief and faith are the same, but I got to make sure. I'm going to pound this in you all over. Just keep going. I don't even know why he's talking about this. Why talk about it? Because I tell you this in the morning. I told him in the morning, my phone don't ring. People think my phone rings all day long with people with needing prayer. Now, I taught you how to fight. So I taught these jokers how to fight. You might need me for backup just in case. Don't worry, I'm with you. But they ain't calling me up like, I don't know what to do, Pastor. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. No, they go, I'm going to release my beliefs. Will you get in agreement with me? I say, yes, I will. Amen. Let's get it done. Amen. But I ain't go, you guys ain't no punks, man. You guys are rough. This relevant place is rough. I know what they say about us. Look, I ain't stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know what they all say. Like, you know, like, oh, you go over there, relevant, they Devil don't show up here. He's scared. He ain't coming in the building. Why? We won't let him in. Come on. You're learning the powerful truths of the word of God. Faith must be released. How do you release it? By what I think, by what I say, and by what I do. Once you form that belief from the word of God, it's loaded. Because faith's always two places. We'll talk about it. It's in the heart and in the mouth. You have faith in your heart to believe. And then you have faith in your mouth to say. Once you get the two of those locked together, you're moving mountains. Because faith in one place ain't enough. These are the truths you're learning. They're going to change your life. Just stick with me. Just, I know what I'm doing. I told them, don't, you don't want me fixing your car. I don't know how to fix a car. You sure don't want me on your roof. I don't know nothing about no roof. You don't want me doing some stuff. Just leave me here. I'll help you, all right? You don't want me building no rocket for NASA. God knows the thing above, all right? Praise the Lord. Just get these truths in your life. Close your eyes. Father, I thank you for these guys. They're champs. They're doing great. They're learning. They're growing. They're going to another level. I thank you for what you're doing in their life. Father, I thank you. 
for taking them to another level of faith like they never seen before and like they never had before. I thank you, Lord, for leading and guiding and helping and revealing to them what faith is and how faith works. Let them release it and let them see it greater than ever before. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.